welcome, folks, hypothetical audience, to the intro episode of Bon Voyage, a trip that was long, long time in the making. Uh, sorry, first of all, I'm Rob. And I'm Adam. I've been wanting to do a James Bond podcast for about three years. That's how long it's taken me to find someone who will actually sit through 20 plus movies probably more than that episodes if we do uh, wait there's there's 20 plus movies <laughs> there are 24 of these that 24. we have to get through okay so with this intro episode that'll be at least 25 i'll probably want to do some rankings episodes and this and that so and bonus content and all that exactly yeah so my idea bon voyage being that you're about to take this beautiful trip with me someone who's never ever experienced uh, the beauty that is Bond. Um, so my other ideas I had before in the past, I was going to do this with a friend of mine who sort of likes Bond, uh, had, you know, likes the Brosnan ones, the 90s ones, saw a bit of Craig, never saw any of the old ones, but had some knowledge at least because he grew up with me. And I've been obsessed since I was pretty young. But uh, that didn't work out. He couldn't commit. And then, yeah, I had this idea to do it with you, who has no experience. We just met, <laughs> basically. Well, like six months ago or something right. now, yeah. So we worked together. Well, let me just, do you have any experience with Bond? So I can summarize it all pretty quickly. I have a few vague memories. One is something about a casino, <laughs> which is when you said Casino Royale, I was like, have I seen this? Oh my. <laughs> my my second uh vague recollection is in uh I was like a preteen or something and I was like he was getting he was in a chair without a bottom and getting his his balls smacked with some yep. rope or something. Yeah, that will be in the first movie we see. Okay, okay. So and that's then, Casino Royale. That's Casino Royale. So yep. maybe I, I have seen that and not this Quantum awesome. of Solace. Okay. Uh and then I I remember I think I saw Skyfall in theaters right. because I remember the Adele song and there's That snow. wouldn't be the only reason you remember the Adele song. That was a pretty big song. Yeah, I think I saw the movie because of the, because of the song. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> so why do you think uh, the other night we were talking about this, you thought Quantum? And that's a random one. Uh, not a lot of people, especially non-Bond fans. Mm -hmm. And Bond fans themselves, it's pretty contested. Not a lot of people like it. I like it a lot, but um, how come you thought, like, why did that one stick out? Just because it's an interesting name, or? Uh, I think, and this ages me, I guess, but I think it, it came out when I was, like, a, a teen or something. Like, right. And it was just big at the I think it was 07 or 08. Uh, it was 08 when 08? I checked earlier. Okay, cool. Yeah, we do have a bit of an age gap, eight years or so. Something like so that. So I, right? yeah, I grew up with the Brosnan ones, but... Um, I had actually seen a Roger Moore one before Brosnan. Anyway, we'll get into all that later. The thought being with this one, rather than uh, going through all these movies with someone who's sort of been a casual fan, someone starting from scratch, I wanted to see if you need to have some kind of nostalgia factor uh, uh, or like have a relative who introduced it to you, some kind of fond memory, or could you just pick a random person off the street, that's you, mm -hmm. and turn them into a uh, Bond superfan too? Is there something innately awesome about it for everybody, or do you just have to have this Bond gene that this really small community has? Mm. Uh, that's what I hope to find out. That's kind of just an excuse to watch all these movies again with a yeah. new light, that's all. <laughs> but that's, a, that's the angle anyway. 
It, it is interesting because there's so many things that, uh, like nostalgia is very strong, right? Even like people talk about um, the GoldenEye N64 game. Yeah, that was... And I never played that, right, <laughs> so I don't right. even have that nostalgia. I just replayed that whole game for the first time in over a decade, and it holds up. But yeah, that was perfect. Like I was, I don't know, 10 when that came out. Like mm -hmm. I was right at the age. And that definitely solidified me being a Bond fan. I had seen them mm -hmm. on like TBS marathons before. My uncle was a Bond fan. Uh, I just loved them for the escapism. The locations were crazy. The women, the gadgets. I'd never understood a single movie. They were mm -hmm. always so complicated. I didn't know why he was suddenly in Egypt or skiing or whatever. And I, it always bugged me that the hench people, the foot soldiers could never, there's like 30 people shooting at him and he never gets mm -hmm. hit. All that, I, I don't know. I was just fascinated. I never really understood any of them, as I said, uh, until way later. But then, uh, yeah, GoldenEye totally solidified it for me. And from then on, from Tomorrow Never Dies on, I saw them all in the theater. Tomorrow Never Dies is Pierce Brosnan's second one. It's the one right after okay. GoldenEye. Uh, we can go through um, my whole history with it as we watch each movie, I guess. So you don't have the nostalgia or any kind of other affiliation. Do, are you a movie fan? Like, Do you consider yourself a movie buff? Do you like genres? <laughs> uh, I don't know if I would call myself a movie buff, per se, but I did. Uh, so I went to music school. So I have like studied art and I do like appreciate style and decisions and like ha like creativity. And I'm, uh, I'm, I'm more into when it comes to movies, I like the weird stuff. Like I like Charlie Kaufman's films a lot, Yeah. you know, like, um, Kubrick or David Lynch or something like that. Me too. It's so funny that a lot of people, they think like Bond's just your cliche action film. But as mm -hmm. you'll see, there is a lot of creativity to it. And they laid the groundwork for a lot. Like they had such an influence on so many other film uh, makers that were to come. And there's such a, do you like old movies, 60s movies? Um, typically, I like more modern stuff. Right, because um, we're going to be watching some old yeah. movies. Um, I mean, honestly, I'm excited because like you said, People think it's just some like basic action movie, and that's kind of been my impression of why right, I'm not. Right. I haven't delved into Bond before, but you also mentioned like it has a lot of cultural impact, and there's a lot of references. Absolutely. So I'm excited to get like a deeper look and like get more references. I, I think I've heard other people say this, and I like to believe it that every Bond movie takes place about a year ahead of when it comes out. It's just mm. slightly futuristic. Like he's always using it like the newest car, the newest clothes. The gadgets are just a little bit unrealistic, but it's never crazy. Mm. Like he's a superhero that's kind of grounded. <laughs> oh, the other thing, the old ones often get a lot of flack for there's there's some questionable uh, misogyny, lots of sexism, yeah, some racial factor. issues, but. Like with anything, it's important to put it in context of when it came out, and it was actually quite progressive. Like more female characters who have meaningful roles that actually have an impact on the plot. He uh, has relationships with women of color before that was allowed. Uh, mm. Like your leading white man wasn't often seen sleeping with or making out with a person of color. Yeah, the 
that females weren't just used as a plot device or just as a, a path for the hero to move forward. They actually impact the whole plot. And ha and they might choose to sleep with him for their benefit, to manipulate mm -hmm. him, rather than them always being They used. have agency. And exactly, stuff. yeah. It looks bad by today's standards, especially like in the last couple of years in light of everything that's come out and how we're rightfully so adjusting. But it's important when we're watching these to put them in context for from when they came out and mm -hmm. recognize how they moved that dialogue forward. And yeah, we'll try to not be too harsh about it, but that'll be an interesting conversation too. Because yeah, yeah. you won't have any of that nostalgia. You don't. So I'm, that's going to be like that thing when you watch like an old sitcom and you're like, oh, that's that joke's not funny anymore. Even I'm rewatching mm -hmm. The Office. Even some of that couldn't play today. And yeah, that was just yeah. a decade ago. So these uh, 60s Connery's uh, ones will be really fun. So that, the order that we're going to watch them, I might change it, but I've, I've watched them probably each around five times. Like, I've seen these movies a lot. That's a lot, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I've never done them in this order. And I'm going to adjust it a little bit probably, but roughly what I can imagine being his career order. So not order of their release, not uh, not necessarily chronological. One of the things I love about Bond versus, say, the Marvel Universe or whatever is that it's it's like an old school comic. You can just pick up one and watch it. It's a standalone story. Mm -hmm. I don't like that you couldn't watch Infinity War without watching all the other ones. It wouldn't necessarily mm -hmm. make sense. That's not the case with Bond until the Craig era. So I don't really like that I'm trying to do this, but I'm trying to loosely at least follow his career. So mm -hmm. from like something that could pass as his earlier missions up until when he's a bit more old and grizzled or checked out or cynical. And there's also mm -hmm. a series of them where he's battling Spectre, which is this big international criminal organization i'm mm -hmm. going to put all of those ones together rather than all over the place interesting yeah so there's just several bond podcasts and i've seen them all over the place for the order that they watch them some people go one of them that i listen to they go with the oldest one then the newest and back and forth like that but doing it that way you end up with all the roger moore ones in the middle and you're watching a bunch of 70s movies at the mm -hmm. end or start by watching the first connery then the Lazenby, then the Roger Moore, and then just going through all the actors. But then you're bouncing all over the place, and there's no real order to it, and you're going to run out of the guys who only did one or two. Mm. Lazenby and Tim Timothy Dalton, those will just be done out of the way too quick. So anyway, we're going to try to watch them in that order. So mm. starting with Casino Royale, that'll be the first one. Okay. So it's going to be more thematically tied and kind the, of chronologic. Kind of. like it, It's still going to be weird because yeah. you're going to go from a crag to a Brosnan, to a Connery, which is the sure. 2000s to the 90s to the 60s. So it doesn't, like, location-wise, gadget-wise, mm -hmm. uh, film production-wise, obviously they're not in chrono chronological order. But trying to imagine, like, the characters are the same. It's mm -hmm. just the era is different. And try to imagine him still on the same career path, just at a different time and place. <laughs> so... Uh, maybe dumb question, noob question, but so there's one James Bond. Yes. It's not a different person. Just James a, Bond. Just there's one. a lot of theories about that, that it's codenamed James Bond. Yeah. I am not a believer of that. James Bond is one character. He has a backstory that you'll see throughout the movies that they hint at mm -hmm. off and on. His codename or his agent number is 007. So there's some controversy with uh, No Time to Die coming out. They cast 
uh, a woman as 007. And then everybody freaked out saying, I can't believe James Bond is a woman. James Bond is not a woman. In, mm -hmm. the, in the one before No Time to Die, James quit. So there is a new 007 in his place, a new agent. That makes it's sense. not that James Bond is a woman. James Bond was just retiring down in Jamaica. He's just hanging out. That guy still exists. Cool. The new woman is the new 007. So, no. Uh, okay. Sir, so, sorry, yes. He's the same character same throughout. Guy. And there's also other characters, as you'll see. Do you know any? Oh, this is so exciting. How uh, little you, like... There's a guy with a metal mouth or something. Is yeah. that a Jaws for sure? Jaws. Yeah, that's a. So, there's all these things. There's a formula that you're yeah. gonna discover and get used to, and it's gonna comfort you <laughs> before long. There's Hopefully. the same characters and a certain formula. There's always a hench person. There's always the villain. There's always a uh, femme fatale and a Bond girl. Uh, we'll we'll call them Bond women now. I think we've come far enough. Uh, and then there's M, who's his boss. Mm -hmm. Q is in most of them. Q is the quartermaster who handles all the gadgets. Miss Money Penny is M's uh, secretary, who Bond always flirts with. Did they? Will they or won't they? Did they sure. or didn't they? Is always there. And uh, one of the favorite parts of the movies for me, or uh, an indication of a good one, is the Bond and Money Penny chemistry. It's usually mm -hmm. just a couple scenes in the movie, but it's awesome. And there's a often Bond in a hotel, the cars, there's all these things that you'll look for that come up in almost every movie. So are the movies based on books or anything like that? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes. So, and Casino Royale was the first book. So that's why we're starting with this one. I see, I see. Written by Ian Fleming. Wow. Yeah. We should have taken notes about all of this. This is so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So uh, Ian Fleming's a British author who worked in the Secret Service during World War II okay. and went through a bit of depression after the war, couldn't really find his place. And then, uh, long story short, uh, through this character, he found himself again, basically. He wrote, nice. James Bond is basically who he wishes he was. Yeah, and he uh, he picked the name James Bond because it's so bland and boring. He didn't want the name to be crazy because the character just speaks for itself. He he didn't. Mm -hmm. There's something about Bond that one of the things that I love about him so much. He like doesn't beat his chest. He's not loud necessarily. It's yeah. all in like he is classy and flashy. I guess like, he drives the nicest cars and wears the nicest clothes, but there's something not arrogant about him. Mm -hmm. in a weird way anyway so yeah the version that ian fleming wanted to be was this bond basically that's my theory okay and so is there like a series of books that like all the movies are not all of them up to a certain point i'll have to i've got several of them here um a lot of the early ones are directly based off it but i think goldeneye may have been the first one that was just completely made up like Goldeneye is the name of his of Ian Fleming's estate in Jamaica. That's where they got the name for it. Okay. And like Quantum of Solace was a short story. Uh, World is not enough is just James Bond's family uh, words, like their sigil kind of thing. Mm. Like they they're really pulling at strings here, trying to get stuff out of the Ian Fleming novels at this point. Mm -hmm. Most of them have already been made. But most of the early ones, all of the Connery ones, were books. Okay. Couple of the Sean Connery, or a couple of the uh, Roger Moore ones, but they 
they're not super loyal to the books. Like they diverge quite a bit, Mm. even Casino Royale. It's like what they aim for is to get the, uh, the feel of Ian Fleming's bond, not necessarily to be loyal exactly to the book, but to get what he was going for across Mm. in that character. Yeah. Loyal to the character. Exactly. Yeah. And there are some movies that do that a lot better than others, for sure. Some, as you'll see, like Austin Powers nails the parody for some of them. Like the, mm. the camp gets outrageous in some of them. Like there's a few points throughout this series where it had to correct itself. Like James mm. Bond goes to space in one of these ones. And then the next <laughs> one is super grounded in just a real spy story. Interesting. And then there's a laser in space that's melting the ice caps mm-hmm. and James Bond is parasailing on a tidal wave. And then the next movie is Casino Royale, which we're about to watch. That is super grounded. It'll it's, be interesting because it spans so many years to all these movies. So there'll be so much <clears throat> cultural context and narrative that goes alongside. For sure. Yeah, as well. yeah. Yeah. That's one of my favorite things about it. And it's also been privately owned the whole time. This one family has owned it and it hasn't changed hands. Like Disney mm-hmm. didn't buy it. It's it's been the same family since '62 that have been making these movies, oh, which is super cool and super unique. Like mm-hmm. since Lucas sold Star Wars, there's nothing else that big that's owned privately anymore. They've mm-hmm. all been, you know, the monopolies are everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I love it for that too. Anyway, that's a rough outline of where we're headed. Yeah, as you can hear, this is going to be an interesting. Uh, journey we're gonna go on together is, yeah. this is i'm very excited <laughs> is there anything uh, else you want to say in the intro thanks for going on this trip with me buddy i've been <laughs> looking for, for someone me. for a long time to yes. talk about these uh movies that i hold so dear <laughs> yeah. I, I hope that you take me down a notch or two once in a while because some of them <laughs> like it is just a love at the end of the day often there are a few mm-hmm. that i think are really really good films Mm. and i would take there's only like two that i would never want to see again i will in this context but like even the lower ones the bottom five i would watch again before watching any other movie just about there's Mm. something i just love about it and i love to talk about it so i'm yeah i'm excited to do that with uh someone new (laughs) i'm excited to develop my own relationship to these things even if it's hating them (laughs) i yeah i kind of hope you do a little bit but no it will be really interesting if Mm. we do discover that there is just something awesome about it and that i mean it's huge like these these movies make a ton of money everyone that comes out Mm -hmm. uh is hugely popular and there's a reason it's lasted this long so there is something to it but i still feel like it's underappreciated or like too many people have the wrong idea about it so that'll be interesting to discuss too yeah interesting all right well we'll be back next episode where we start watching the movies uh that format we don't really know how that's going to go we're just going to discuss each movie as uh he gets his bond education yeah (laughs) we're starting with casino royale see you then see you then